0: Making sense of Tilim, Shea number 6. Continuing studying chapter 130, Look at the posse ki imcha haslicha, with you is forgiveness, lemaan tevare, in order that you be feared. There's a fascinating piece in the mystical writings of the Zohar that says as follows. Thus have we learned. When a person dies and the heavenly court considers his case, some members of the court are inclined to exonerate him, while others are inclined to condemn him since they see the guilt that he presents. But if the decision is rendered in the presence of Hashem, it will always be for the good. Why? Because we have learned the attributes of the king, of Hashem, always inclined to the side of merit, for he is entirely merciful, and it's in his hand to forgive sins and wrongdoing. And this says the Zohar, is the meaning of our verse, for with you is forgiveness, that is with Hashem and no one else. So part of this mimamakim, part of this being in the depths, and the pits, is could be understood as a sense of guilt and responsibility for actions, and recognizing that we throw our, our hopes only on Hashem, who can truly forgive us and look beyond the wrongdoing that people might see and exonerate us in judgment. Says Rav Hirsch, the illusion which is diligently nurtured in some circles, that since we are now in exile, we have lost everything and we are without hope, is challenged by this verse, ki imcha we are never without hope. Which also might explain why this is read during difficult times, so that sense of that strength and the conviction that Hashem is with us. Ki viti Hashem, kiv nafshi, I wait the forgiveness of hashem to hear that I have been forgiven you follow the line of thought this is about being in the depths because of wrongdoing or mistakes we've made and that's what that's what the hope is say the commentators there's two words here there's kiviti hashem and then at the end what is the difference between tikva hope and so also seems to be hope. So that's the hope that we have but sometimes our hope is unfounded because we don't really deserve to have the things that we hope for be fulfilled, we don't know. But then there's the, the, the hope that I have because Hashem has promised to save me. So the first part is I'm hoping that Hashem will do what I need but I recognise as well at the end that Hashem has made certain promises, taking into account all of the things that I have messed up. He has still chosen me to serve him, to train all of mankind to be that kingdom of priests, a holy nation. Hashem calls us his children and we will be Hashem's children even in the lowest state that we might descend through our, our actions and our mistakes. We don't lose that. And that's where the hope is. Hashem has chosen us We can't break out of that chosenness. If we get things wrong, then we enter the clauses of punishment. But that doesn't mean the severance of the relationship. And that itself gives us strength. We're not ever going to be dumped, going to be lost, going to be detached from Hashem. And therefore, nafshi la Hashem. I am among those who look forward to my master. The Adon. Mishomrim la bokeh. Greater than those that look forward to the morning, Shomrim the echo just emphasises this part. Because why? Who are we going to put our faith in? We know, guards, army, it's not a guarantee. They can mess up, they can trip, they can stumble tin al- but they will follow night so as a is as a, as a piece of imagery here relying on Hashem wanting to connect with Hashem is as guaranteed a concept prospect as day following night and ideally our connection with hashem should be like those who daily await the morning so they can praise hashem and really, this is saying, we can't just plug into Hashem when we feel the need. So here I think there's an implied criticism. Don't come to me just because things are getting difficult. Come to me all the time. Be like those who yearn to connect with Hashem all the time. And that will strengthen the relationship. Please, God, more tomorrow. Have a good day.